Welcome back to the Last Row Podcast. My name is Drew, and as always, I am joined by my very good friend and co-host, Mr. Badway. Hi, Drew. What's going on, Badway? I don't know. You ask me that every week, and I never know what to say. Like, I don't want to say, oh, not much. <laughs> I say not much probably like half the time we do this. I don't know what to say. I think you do a good job. Don't be so hard on yourself over there. I'm doing very, very well. All, we, all the way across the room here. We, we used to sit pretty far away. Now we're sitting like on top of each other. It's slightly awkward. Hopefully you're okay with it. I don't like it. It's a little weird. I don't want to get too close yeah. to you, you know? It might, might get weird in here. Yeah. This is episode 32 of The Last Row Podcast. We're doing another on-demand episode for you. If you're looking for our website, thelastrowpodcast.com, we have a Twitter at thelastrowpod, facebook.com slash thelastrowpod, Google+, iTunes, and now Google Play Music. If you haven't had the chance, head on out to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. Much appreciated to everyone else that has already left us a review. Uh, yeah, on-demand episode. We were going to watch a movie this weekend. Uh, just, again, life got in the way. Very busy schedule. Uh, we wanted to get something out to you guys. So we decided to whip up an on-demand episode. Uh, talking about news of a Shinobi movie. Shinobi. Shinobi. Uh, for fans of the Sega Genesis game. Not or, Shinobi. Or ninjas in general, maybe a, a Shinoshi movie. Uh, Shinobi had to have a Shinoshi, right? <laughs> Shinobi was Shinoshied <laughs> by I don't even know who. Maybe a Batman knockoff. Yeah. So uh, then we're gonna also get in, in the video game genre. We'll we'll get into a little t- uh, Tomb Raider reboot news, and um, we'll finish it up with a game where um, I don't know what we'll call it. Uh, true or false synopsis, where I give Drew a fake synopsis and a real synopsis of upcoming movies, and he has to decide which one is true and which ones that I completely made up. We've been talking about doing this one for a while, kind of like a Balderdash-type movie. I'm pretty excited for this. Yeah, so uh, let's get into it. Um, What are we doing? What's going on with the Shinobi movie? So I saw on Variety, Variety reported recently, that the Bridge of Spies producer, the Academy Award-winning Bridge of Spies... Producer Mark Platt is partnering with Stories International to develop and produce a film adaptation of the video game Shinobi. It's a side-scroller that debuted in arcades in 1987. So is the the movie going to be a (laughs) side-scroller? Listen, we've got Hardcore Henry paving the way for first-person action movies. I can't say that I would be opposed to a side-scrolling movie at this point. So, like, do you remember the, remember the show Nick, Nick Arcade? Oh, my God. It's like, where the kids had no idea what they were doing. Yeah, it was like they were, they were, like, playing on a green screen, and they were, like, trying to, like, back from the early 90s, they were trying to grab the coins, or they were trying to grab this or that, uh, jump over enemies. Were they staring at a green screen the whole time? Like, is that... Or maybe it was a, a, a TV screen. I don't know. I'm sure it was a green screen that well, they were behind of, but... And back in, like, the 90s, what was the biggest TV screen? A 32-inch CRT? And that was, like, huge, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, my God, yeah, you got right? a big screen, bro. So could you imagine Shinobi just being like a side scroller where the actor like has to like, you know, old school days, maybe, maybe this is completely ridiculous. This is how my stupid brain works. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> is that they make a movie in 2016 with 1995 Nickelodeon technology. Listen, if people are listening to cassette tapes now, so yeah. a band that I like a lot, brand yeah. new. Yeah. I knew this. I said this years ago. Yeah. Watch, cassettes are going to come back. Are they? They released their B-sides yeah. on a cassette tape. That's a little hipsterish. It's who has a cassette player other than people driving like Buicks from 1991. Like, I, I probably have a working cassette player somewhere in my apartment. I don't. Maybe back in the back of a closet somewhere. Can you say that the quality of audio is better? There's like, a radio in my office at work that has a, a dual cassette that we use for, for just AM, FM radio. But like, at least with vinyl, you could say like, oh, well, vinyl, it's, it's the yeah. true quality of audio. Yeah. It's so great. Well, yeah. You know, I have records. Sure, surely it is. I have a couple records. D- confession here 
they're sitting on my shelf right now as a display piece. <laughs> I've never played them. I don't own a record player. You know, you know my uh, segue into a segue into a segue here. But yeah. <laughs> you know what I used to do with records? Did you scratch with them? No. When I was growing up with, with a couple of my friends, I, I was friends with these three brothers. Right. Yeah. And we would wrestle in their attic. We had mattresses up there. And then a whole bunch of a whole bunch of stuff that their mom put away that was in, that was in the closet in the attic up there. So we were wrestling her there. We found her records, and this is just a total foul, by the way. She probably oh, like cherished man. these things. We didn't think twice about it at the time. We were like, "Oh man, hardcore ECW, right?" So we would smash the records over our heads. Oh my god! <laughs> so you have like the, like the Beatles al- albums and all this stuff. Yeah, like- there's probably thousands. Not, not thousands. They're probably not classic. There's probably the freaking Bee Gees for all I know, or Abba oh or something god. like that. I, now I never heard the reaction. She never yelled at us because I don't know if she ever really like found out. Until they moved or whatever, yeah. But I don't even know if she cared. But like after we did it, we we're like, maybe we should have done that. <laughs> so that's 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 the best use of vinyl is smashing it over your head, it's, like like your uh, like your Sabu and Rob Van Dam back in ECW days. Was, who was the guy that ran around with a whistle? Was that uh, <laughs> Bill Alfonso? Bill, Bill Alfonso, like <laughs> Rob was, Van Dam's manager. <laughs> yeah, I loved I loved that guy. Wasn't he Sabu's manager too at one point? Yes, yes, yes. He was both of them. Man, I just remember it was like Channel sixty one. On whatever we were, whatever yeah. local oh, yeah. station, it was like Channel 61 at like 11 o'clock on a Friday night. That's the only way you could watch this. <laughs> yep. Oh, and yeah. ECW. But I digress. Back to Shinobi. Shinobi. Sorry, Shinobi. Back to Shinobi. If he's Shinoshied by somebody, I don't not, know who it is. Not side scroller. Continue. But are you excited about this? Would you watch it? I guess. I mean, I'd watch a ninja movie, but... Do people know what Shinobi is? Like, you know what I mean? Like, really? Do people know? Nobody knows the story. Put it this way. I don't think people know the story, but I think they like ninjas. Yeah, but so you're just making this movie based on name recognition. And that's an odd name recognition movie to make at that, too. So the thing that I saw was this this company, Stories International. Sega spun off this, like, movie division. Okay. And they had all these intellectual properties that they want to make movies out of. Oh, so it's kind of Sega that's making the movie. Yeah, it's all it's right. Sega. Essentially, it's Sega. I mean, at least they own the IP. Yeah. And they're trying to make this movie. They're trying to develop it. And, you know, there's other intellectual property that they consider. So back in 2014, according to this news piece, they looked at making Altered Beast, Streets Ooh. of Rage, oh. which would I think that could actually work that pretty work. well. Rise of Nightmares. Never. I don't remember that one. Virtua Fighter. I'll ask you a couple questions in a second uh-huh. here. Crazy Taxi, <laughs> Golden Axe, and Shinobi. Yeah. And it seems like Shinobi is the one that kind of won out on it. Because everybody loves ninjas. Right? But like, so back to the ninja thing real quick. Are ninjas cool anymore? Or is it like a thing? Like, you know how back in the 90s, like there was aliens? Yeah, right. Like, everything oh, yeah. was alien. Everything and, was like, aliens. Alien skateboard. Alien wear. You go to the far, the, yeah. uh, the, um, the fair excuse me and you know you you sh- you know throw the the you throw baseball. the dart you throw the dart of the balloon yeah and you yeah. get a, a a stuffed alien yeah right like what you know x files yeah that's what i mean like yeah. is ninjas are ninjas in that category like is, is it ninjas good anymore what is is ninjas good was it a 90s thing what it was kind that? of a 90s thing i think south park actually made an episode last season about how ninjas aren't cool anymore yeah so, they actually did it was, like, and it, was, it was isis related too um, I don't know. I, I don't think they're uncool anymore. It's like they kind of fell off. You're right. It was kind of a fad and they kind of fell off, but it still doesn't make them any less good. Like if a, if a, if a cool ninja movie came out now, like Batman is the ultimate ninja, keeps making That's movies. That's true. So That's a very good point. Right. So would you watch this, I guess, is what I'm saying. I guess. It's probably going to be bad though, right? Like would you watch, honestly. 
I mean, it depends on who's doing this. I don't think I'd be going to the theater to watch this. But and, they've got the Bridge of Spies guy working on this. I've been so beaten down by video game movies. Like they've, they've all been so bad. Like I, they, they would really have to pull one out of their ass for me to, to, to pay attention to it. Like Crazy Taxi. So you're, I was just going to say, so you're telling me you wouldn't watch a Crazy Taxi Altered movie. Beast? Like what is what is the story to Crazy Taxi the movie? It's you know what it is. Oh, he's got to pick up all these guys. What is it like? Speed? You got to pick remember, up the guys, or the or the the car explodes. Do you remember? Are you afraid of the dark? Oh yeah. Remember that guy that was in? He was in um, Scrooged. Oh yeah, the, 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 the taxi the driver. cab driver. Yep. Wasn't yep. he the, the the evil cab driver in? Yeah. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah. So it's gonna be like that style cab. You got the different cabs. Like, are they gonna be three competing? It just got it's just got Bob written all over it, and hopefully they don't make it. And if they do, I'm, I'm going to naysay it before it even gets written. So I'm not, I don't like the future of it. What is this? What is this production company called? Stories International. First of all, Stories International. Like, but they Come got the, the other. I don't know. Would you watch Streets of Rage? Yeah, but it's still probably good. Is it better know. than Double Dragon starring Scott Wolf? Remember that movie back in the 90s? Oh, God. That was a bad movie. I remember we turned that on. It was on Netflix, and it was like 10 minutes in. We were like, that's enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was back in the day. What about Virtua? Like, how can you make a movie but called Virtua Fighter? You can't make a movie about a beat-em-up or a fighting game without it most likely sucking. Now, Mortal Kombat 1 was almost good, and we we, had, we should go check our, yeah. our previous episode on that. We did a really good job with that one. Um, but... It's not very good, right? You can't call it a good movie. Well, back in the day when it came out, it was it's a, it was good. It's a crowd pleaser. It's not really right? good, but it's good, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. And I, I think maybe these fall in. I'm in for Shinobi. That's all I'll say. Right. I'm in. Yeah. I know you're out. I'm probably out. But maybe well, I'll text you one day and you'll be like, you know what? Yeah, maybe I'll go, I'll go see that with you. I'll catch it on FXX if that channel okay. exists. <laughs> it's going to be shown after Ghost Rider, Spirit yeah. of Vengeance. Yeah, three years. You know what's always on FXX? It's always either next... Or Ghost Rider. Yeah, we were talking with Dave yeah. about this this week on Twitter. I, yeah. I remember we were joking about this, and, and you're right. Like, Next is kind of like, it's not very good, is it? And it's no. shown like it's good. It's like the go-to Nick Cage movie on FXX, and I don't understand why. They should make it Con Air instead. Con Air is a well, much Con, better Con movie. Con Air is like Plan B, but that's like the classic. Yeah, Con Air is a better movie. Yeah. So if they're going classic Cage, is Con Air. If they're going semi-current Cage, it's Next. And if they're going best movie Cage... Other than leaving Las Vegas, they show National Treasure. So let me ask you this. Based on the intellectual property that Sega owns for these games, what are some other games that you might want to see? I know you said you're kind of like the video game fatigue, but if you could write a movie that you're excited about, what would it be from the old intellectual property? Let me me set you straight. It's not fatigue. It's that they've never successfully made a video game movie, like aside from a very, very few, like maybe the two, we're going to get into Tomb Raider a little bit. Those were okay, but still not great. Like, can you name me one good video game movie? Can you like? Can you think of it? Like, I can't think of one. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Besides Mortal Kombat, like Doom. No, even though it had The Rock and it had Carl Urban in it, still wasn't very we good. We just we did we had a good conversation about this. Like, what was it? Two, a couple weeks ago on one of our episodes, and I'm, I'm my mind is blanking. But you're, I mean, you're right. Generally speaking, there isn't. It's hard. There isn't a critically acclaimed video game movie. You yeah. know what could be though huh. the Warcraft movie that's coming out. I feel like that can do well based yeah. on, but not not the fact that it's based on a video game. Just that, like that's how they created it. But it could be like Game of Thrones or World or um, Lord of the Rings. It's yeah. the same t- style. Those movies have a very high probability of being cheesy though. So. I'm very skeptical. I mean, the trailer looked all right. But if you're into magic, and if you're into olden times, yeah. and if you're into 
fantasy worlds. Of course. You know, I know it's your kryptonite over there. Yeah. That's Badway's kryptonite. But having said that, if you're into that, like if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, I could see you maybe liking the World of Warcraft movie, not because it's about Warcraft, yeah. but because it's got elements yeah. of other tales. Right. Right? But if you want to get me on board with a video game movie, and we're going Sega Genesis games here, let's get Kid Chameleon on this, right? See, I would watch that. Kid Chameleon, and this this could be a children's movie too, by the way. It, it doesn't could. have to be adultized, right? So are we saying that these would be live action, or are we saying that these would be animated movies no no no, no. we're either. live action live action live action so kid chameleon he got this kid who well i don't know we we could we could have a be like a young 20s or a teenager yeah. right i don't know the real age of kid, kid chameleon put the different masks on for those of you that don't know kid chameleon he, he has a bunch of masks on and he turns into all these crazy characters based on whatever mask he picks up this could easily be a kid's movie and it could be targeted towards tweens and teens and it could blow up and i know these types of movies don't get made anymore but, but this could be it. But this could be it. This could be an action movie. This, this is an idea right here that they could run with and go crazy with with the CG that's available at their disposable today. Disposable. Disposable. At the disposable wipes of today. <laughs> I can't speak. Uh, what, what, anything anything so, stand out for you? I got two for you. I'm going to dial it back. The first one, I'm just going to throw this out there. And I, I, I would probably pay to see this. I think it would be probably a piece of shit movie. <laughs> Echo the Dolphin. So you want to pay to see Echo the Dolphin? <laughs> I don't think I would pay to see it. But I feel like they kind of already did it with Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah. You know, when they made Jones. Jones. Jones, the, the dolphin in the tub. The, I, I just, I don't know. I would love to just see them try to make this movie. You can't, you can't get an hour and a half out of Echo the Dolphin. What you can do is mash worlds and have Echo be like the best friend of Aquaman. Yeah, right. That's, that's what I mean. Up. Yeah, you can do and that. The other one that I would love to see, I would just love to see them try to make it. Yeah. Dial it back to our friend's bachelor party in Chicago. We're at a barcade. Uh-huh. Mind you, I haven't seen this game in an arcade. I haven't been to an arcade. Oh, I know where you're going. I mean, yeah, yeah. The arcades don't even exist anymore, which is an unfortunate thing because yeah. they're fun. Right. So we go to this barcade in Chicago. We're at this place. What game do we see? Primal Rage. Primal Rage. Who doesn't love dinosaurs <laughs> fighting dinosaurs? We're like, we have our drinks in our hand. All right, we're going to play this shit out of this game. This is going to be a great game. Can't wait. This game was so fun back in the day. It, it wasn't very fun, it? was, was it? so bad. There's a video that I have of Badway and I just like like trying to hit each other with the tails of these dinosaurs. It's like a T-Rex no. versus a Velociraptor. No, it's like me as a T-Rex trying to kick you with my little feet. And, and, and then like, you as a Velociraptor trying to nip at me with your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like we went straight back at each other for like a minute straight and it's it's like I took a video of this on my phone and it's just us <laughs> laughing at each other for a minute straight trying to hit each other. Oh, man. That game is so bad and I remember thinking it was so cool back in 1996 or whenever the hell it came yeah. out. It was like the coolest game. Okay. I would love to see that as a movie though. I'm going to predict the future here and I could say, hey, write us in, tweet us, what what movies, what of old Sega Genesis games would you like to see made into a movie? I know what people would say. They'd say, oh, you got to make Toe Jam and Earl. But let me tell you right now, Toe Jam and Earl, Jam and Earl is the most overrated game in Sega history. Everybody name drops Toe Jam and Earl. wasn't a very good game at all. It's just the name, though. It That's sucked. the thing. People know all oh, the they game. They were mascots. The game was terrible. Everybody, everybody likes to remember it as this best as this best game. I would love to see Comic Zone. That's another game that came out as a demo. And I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm like 99% certain that this this game had no save function. You literally went back to the beginning of the game. I don't think you were playing it right, Drew. I don't know, man. All I know is I just remember dying 
and it was like guys that came out of the sewer and all this crap at you, <laughs> and then you get killed, and yeah. you go back to the first panel. Imagine reading a book, you forgot where you left off, yeah. so you had to go back to page one you and mis- read the whole you thing. You misread a word, and all of a sudden, they, they jump you back. Page one. But I, I, maybe I'm wrong. I'm just, maybe this has been done already, but I could see a movie that has like a comic panel style, you know what I mean? What if they actually like took that to like the whole level? Now, I don't know if this could be a full-length motion picture movie or something like that, but... It could be like a directed DV, even if they did like a like a like a superhero movie, like a, like a Batman or a or a Superman or a, any kind of Marvel character. You go page by page. And you do like bar I, I, like the panels. I'm trying to speak this out, and it's not as probably terrible for the I know podcast, what you're saying, but you, you know what I mean. Like you have like panels in the movie, and it, it, it should it be animated or can it be live action? Maybe like, it should be both. Are we talking like? The greatest director of all time could make this for us, Zack Snyder. Zack Snyder, yeah, Zack Snyder. Well, he does get credit for being true to his material. So. No, I actually think he's not so bad. I know yeah. I just made a joke there, but for real, I think that they could do that. It would be kind of neat. I know what you're saying. Like you've seen the panels animate. Yeah. Almost, I don't think it could be a full like motion picture, but maybe if it was like a uh, like a special feature on a Blu-ray or something like that, you do a little featurette. I don't know. I digress. Speaking of video game movies. Recently in the news, too, this past week, we had news that they found a new Laura Croft. So the actor and actress, excuse me, I can't even pronounce her name, Alicia Vikander, Vikander, whatever, V-I-K-A-N-D-E-R. I feel, you know, ex-machina girl, ex-machina, the, the actress, and she was critically acclaimed in this movie. Still haven't had a chance to watch it. I've heard it's excellent. Yeah. She's cast as the new Laura Croft Yeah, over Daisy Ridley. I don't even know if she was ever in the running for it. The girl who was in Star Wars. Yeah. Everyone wanted her to do it. Do you approve of this? I'm just glad it's not Jennifer Lawrence because the obvious choice. Gen- yeah. Oh, to put Jennifer Lawrence in there. She's got to be Tomb Raider. Could you see her with her, uh, with her English accent for 90 oh, minutes? Man. You know what's, Rain you know what's tubes. the thing? So people have kind of soured on her and, and I got to say like, I was the biggest fan Yeah, and I'm kind of souring on her too. And I don't know if it's the hive mind of the internet. That's kind of like getting to me. Yeah, but I'm kind of tired of seeing her. Even in the X Men movies now, they're like, "Oh, why is Mystique the leader of the of the of the X Men? She's supposed to be a villain." Yeah, it's like J Law's and everything now. And I like her. Don't get me wrong. It's just I'm kind of going along with it's the hive saturation, you know. But no, yeah, sure, I'll approve of it. I don't know if I'm going to go see it or not. Again, like I don't see the need to reboot Tomb Raider. We are we just had it. Maybe it's just the since the. The video game itself got rebooted for 360 and now for the next-gen systems, or current-gen, if you want to call it current-gen. Um, so they feel the need to just shove another one out there. That's fine. Do we do we need another Tomb Raider movie? Can't we just have a strong female character have her own brand-new series? Does it have to be Lara Croft? So the last one was made in 2001. Yeah. and or I'm sorry, the first one. And then the second one, Cradle of Life, yeah. starring Gerard Butler. Yes. Was in 2003. See, I would have said Sean Bean. See, Sean I, Bean, I, got, I got it mixed up. I want to say that Sean Bean was in the first one. Was he in the first one? But he yeah. wasn't. It was Khaleesi. It That's was, right. Um, I can't Jorah remember Mormon. his name. Jorah Mormont. Yeah. Yeah, the actor Whatever Ian Glenn. Is. Ian yeah. Glenn, who yeah. also plays a drunk cop in a TV show on Netflix, which is actually like a BBC show. It's <laughs> actually pretty good. But long story short, they're remaking this thing. Yeah. Dial it back to our rules, uh, rules and guidelines for a remake on the Last Row podcast, does this kind of follow our rules? So let's go yeah. through it one by one. So genre, you know, our gate, our gate system for remaking a movie. Gate system, gate number one is a genre. Does it pass the genre test? Yeah, re- reboot superheroes and horror movies, right? 
Yeah, so it's not. It, it is a superhero movie. It's not really a superhero it's a video movie, game but it is movie. kind of. It's, the, it's it's like a subset of superhero. We, we might need to fix this yeah. system here. Well, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. Yeah. So that's it. You're allowed to make it. So it passes gate one. Gate number two is. Is it a classic? No, not at all. I don't think it's a classic either. Not even close. Number three, time. How much time has passed? Over ten years. So it's all right. Yeah. You're, you're okay with it. Yeah. And then four, how much effort is being put into this movie? Enough. Enough effort, I'm sure. I mean, they casted a pretty good actress. Yeah. So you can say, all right, she's been, you know, in things. It's not like they're trying to make Blood Rain again. It's not like sci-fi channels making this, right? Right. And, you know, they very well could be. Yeah. Do you think it's going to follow the game? So I got the game on Games with Gold. I admittedly have not played it much. I played a little bit of it, and I've heard it's an amazing game. And I like yeah. these types of games. But you beat it. You like it, right? How was yeah, the story? It's a, it's a great game. It's an origin story, so I don't know if they're going origin or not. That might be the way to go. I don't think Tomb Raider 1 was origin, right? I think they jumped right in with Angelina Jolie. I think they did. It's it's. She was just trying to find something. Or was it? It was not an origin, or was it? wasn't it? specifically an origin. I think they had some flashbacks to flashbacks, her being like yeah. a kid and her dad right. being John Voight, which is actually kind of funny because John Voight is her dad. It's it's really awkward and weird. Yeah. See, I, I thought the, the video game itself was acted very well, like in the cutscenes and all that. Like you could make that story the story, and it'd be a compelling story. Yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably watch this. I like these types of movies. It's yeah. an action movie. What the hell? Why not? Um, speaking of action movies, the biggest action movie of all time. Of the decade. Captain America Civil War coming out this weekend. As of this recording, May 1st? Today's May 1st. Yes. Um, now they know where we're dated here. Yeah. So, are you going to see this in theater, Drew? Or are you like in 100%? See it in the theater going. I'm in. I mean, listen. You go in this Friday, Thursday. I don't think I'm Wednesday. I'll, I'll go when I have time. I was more excited for the Batman movie just because I like Batman more growing up. Yeah. But I've been a fan of these movies. I think the interesting thing is the press that's come out for this has been overwhelmingly positive. So yeah, I'm curious as to whether that's you know accurately depicting how this is. And look. I'm probably going to enjoy this movie. I liked the last one. I liked Avengers Age of Ultron. I didn't think it was great. I still enjoyed it. Yeah. It wasn't the greatest movie ever. And I think the reception of that one was kind of interesting. People seem to be a little bit more real on that one. But even the worst reviewed Marvel movies are still like 70% on the site that we shall not name anymore. I can't believe you quoted a percentage. It's 70-something on yeah. that site that we shall not name. So it's it's interesting because I'm curious about how this is going to be. Are you in? Are you going to watch it? No, I'm totally out. But I was just, <laughs> I was just wondering. Like you're, you're not even going to bother. No, because I didn't watch. I didn't watch the second one. I barely watched the first one. But if I bought you a ticket, would you watch it with me? I don't know. Would you get mad if I fell asleep with the money you spent on it? Listen, we know you're going to fall asleep. <laughs> That's a given. Yeah. That's just a given. But. I mean, are you out? Like, you're just out of Marvel movies now? You, like, don't have the time for them? Yeah, you don't I, I'm, care? Not gonna, I'm not going to spend 12 bucks, honestly. I'm not going to spend 12 bucks on it. Would you go back and watch Winter Soldier if I told you that it was a very good movie? No. <laughs> I tell you I would, and then I would never get so around to it. So you've got video game fatigue. Yeah. You've got superhero fatigue. I'll probably, I'll probably end up watching this movie when it's on, like, HBO or something. Six, I, six to eight months down the line. No, and, and I think... Whatever, a year. It looks good. The directors are good. The actors are good. I'm curious to see how they're going to juggle all the characters. There's a hell of a lot of people in this movie, especially yeah. for a non-Avengers type, non-Justice League type movie. There's tons of characters. I don't know how they're going to give them all kind of screen time. It's yeah. going to be really interesting. Yeah, That's kind of what I'm mostly excited to see. 
I know Spider-Man's going to show up at some point. They've got Black Panther Spider-Man in it. Spider-Man always shows up. So, he's, he's always around. They've got Black they Panther Spider-Man. in Spider-Man. That looks cool. <laughs> it's it's going to be cool, but I don't know the characters as well. Admittedly, I don't know yeah. them as well as I know like the Batman, Superman type characters. I just enjoy these movies. But yeah. I haven't seen Ant-Man still. I still haven't seen that. Actually, I did see that one. It was pretty good. You liked it though, right? Yeah. So you're you're in on Captain America, hopefully in the theater. Yeah, I'll, I would to like to watch it. Smash! I would like to watch it in the theater. Of the billion dollars it's going to make, you're going to put your eight bucks in. Let's be let's be serious. This is going to crush Batman Superman. Oh yeah, it's it's going to crush it. And, and I think it already made like a hundred million for four, and it's been out like two days. So you know, people accuse Batman of Superman for you know fudging the numbers because they yeah. came out at six o'clock on a Thursday. Oh, too many screens on a Thursday. What about these guys releasing a movie <laughs> three days ahead of time in Europe? Like a week early. Listen, dude, we all know that you have this inferiority complex with Marvel versus DC. I, all right, you don't have to get into, you don't have to get down into the gutter. All right, don't get in the gutter. I I will just stop right there. Haters gonna hate, Drew. I will stop right there. I know our friends listening know this, so I will not feed into the trolls. I was actually very proud of you that we had that conversation and you didn't get into it about the whole Marvel DC thing. I was very proud of you. I, I feel actually, like, I tried to bait you and you didn't take the bait. That's a seven step program, yeah. man. It's the seven. <laughs> it's the program. So, um, so as we wrap up this riveting episode that I'm sure you guys will put in the annals of the Hall of Fame of last <laughs> two episodes. <laughs> it's our best episode <laughs> we, yet. We apologize for the last 20 minutes, but we're going to finish strong. All right, guys? Yeah. So I want you all to play along at home, too. What I'm going to do is I'm going to give Drew a synopsis. Uh, I'm going to give Drew a title of a movie that's being released this week. So it's between the, the days of May 4th and May 6th, Wednesday through Friday. Right. Um, going to give him the real synopsis. And a fake synopsis, and he has to guess which one is real. Now, these are not as well-known movies as, like, I'm not going to give him the synopsis for Captain America, obviously, because obviously we all know. Captain yeah, we America. know what that is. We know what that's about. So I'm going to give him a lesser-known movie that's being released this week, and you have to tell me, Drew, which is real and which is fake. So am I supposed to say true or false? Am I supposed to say A or B, like the eye a, a or B, I'll, yeah, or one or two, like, whatever. How about number one? I'll, number number two. Number one, letter letter one, or number B. Okay, that's right. that's that's perfect. <laughs> so these are in no particular order. Are you ready? I'm ready. And you all play at home too. First movie, a bigger splash. Now be honest, have you heard of this? I have not heard of this. Great, great. Okay. Synopsis number one. In a bigger splash, rock legend Marianne Lane is taking a hiatus on an island in Italy with her partner Paul. When her former record producer at Old Flame, Harry, unexpectedly arrives with his daughter Penelope and interrupts their trip, bringing with him a rocking blast of nostalgia from which there can be no rescue. A bigger splash is a sensuous portrait of desire, jealousy, and rock and roll. Oh my god, this is going to be impossible. That may be true. I may have made that up. If you made that up, kudos to you, man. You, sh- you have a future in movie writing. Number two. Bigger Splash is a story about the Torres brothers who try to defy the odds by becoming the neighborhood swimming pool Splash champions. 12-year-old twin brothers Carlos and Jamie, (laughs) constantly ridiculed for their small statues, are determined to enter the town of San Bernardino, California's annual Memorial Day Big Splash competition with attempts off of the 20-foot high dive of the public school. The Torres brothers must overcome many obstacles, including intimidation from the three-year defending champion and school bullies, Jason and Jordan, 
sifting through the up the unhelpful tips of their kooky uncle Flip and their setbacks from an ongoing sibling rivalry. Will they put all this aside and win the big competition from Nickelodeon Studios? Did you say Uncle Flip? Yes. See, if you hadn't said from Nickelodeon Studios, <laughs> I'd have said, hell no, that's fake. Yeah. But see, you... Oh, my God. Which one is real? Which one is fake? Is the bigger splash about a swimming pool splash competition? Or is the bigger splash about the rock and roll vacation on hiatus I, I with, tell uh, you. with old flames coming back to get give a big bang. You know how I tried to stump you like a couple weeks ago yeah. and I just failed miserably. You got like 150%. <laughs> I swear to God, I made one of these up. I, I think I, I did a pretty I good job. I feel like I'm going to get a 0% today. <laughs> I'm going to get you. I'm going to say, so am I saying, telling you which one's which true one or which one's true? false? Which, which, what's the movie about? The rock and roll uh, love story or is it about the, the Nickelodeon movie about the, the Taurus brothers? Man, this is, this is hard, man. I'm going to say... <laughs> Uh, uh. I feel like I need to put music behind this because it's like I'm gonna say the f- the first one is true. Correct. It's, oh my god. Can I can I give you like a medal for okay. that second one because that was ridiculous. Like, and then when you said from Nickelodeon Studios, yeah. it sounded so real. Right. And like, but I guess the the point about people jumping off of a school <laughs> splash competition. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see that movie being real. By the way, uh, you didn't catch it, and I'm disappointed in you. Is the movie is the mo- the re- the real title of the movie is called A Bigger Splash? Was it a colon? No, there's not a colon. But the the, the competition was the Big Splash competition. So the title A Bigger Splash, it's like it's like the sequel. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, oh man, that was the clue that it was fake. See. Aside from the fact that it's a ridiculous premise for I was, a movie. I was like trying to pay attention so hard that yeah. I didn't realize like how ridiculous it was. Like yep. the, the fact that they're having a splash competition. If this were the 90s, this could easily have been a real movie. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like I'm thinking a 90s movie and I have to keep, let me refocus my brain to <laughs> say this is coming out this weekend. Yeah. Because I was thinking about a Nickelodeon movie from like the 1990s. Right. All right, I'm ready for. So I'm I wrote ready. this with nostalgia in mind. So you, you need to this get particular a, one. You need to get an award for but that. This could easily be like a Disney movie, right? Like this could oh, be on. 100%. This could be a made for Disney movie. Hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, I'm ready. So, I'm ready. I'm getting. That my, was. A, I tried to ease you in there. That was a simple one. You that's got it a simple right. one. Yeah. Oh my god. That was dude. a simple one. Movie number two. Are you ready? And I'm, listeners, are you ready? I'm ready. We're we're ready. I need the power of the listeners right, right now. I'm Dark channel Horse. it. The movie is called Dark Horse. Katy Perry. All right, movie number three. No, Katie, Dark Horse, <laughs> colon, the story of Katy yes. Perry. We got a colon them. Dark Horse is the inspirational true story of a group of friends from a men's social club who decide to take on the elite sport of kings, quote unquote, and breed themselves a racehorse. Raised on a tight budget, their horse grows into an unlikely champion, beating the finest thoroughbreds in the land before he suffers a near fatal accident. Nursed back to health by the love of his owners, for whom he's become a source of inspiration and hope, he makes a remarkable recovery, returning to the track for a heart-stopping comeback. Oh my god. That's number one. Did I make that up, or was that the true movie? Based on a true story, or... From the producers of Hotel Transylvania, Open Season, and Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs from Sony Pictures, comes Dark Horse, a tale of Schmidt, voiced by Seth Rogen. A stallion who is quite different from his five siblings. Along with the help of his best friend, Billy the Goat, voiced by Aziz Ansari, Schmidt must Billy overcome the, the stereotypes and expectations to find his own path and accept his uniqueness to achieve greatness. Dude, I, you have a future in movie synopsis so, right So one now. of those is fake. 
like I don't know about Billy the goat, but I don't want to laugh at it because it could be real. Like I'm like laughing here. I'm like, oh, Billy the goat. Billy the like goat. it's so ridiculous, but it could be real. Just so ridiculous, it's real. Disease and Zari. So is it the inspirational true story, or is it an animated movie from the third best animation studio, aka the the bad one? <laughs> Man, I dude, you did such a good job. Put it this way, I don't think that I heard of an animated movie coming out called Dark Horse. But it is of the third best studio. It's not Pixar, it's not DreamWorks, so it's these things fly under the radar. Man. Or is it the true story? I'm going with the first one being true. Correct. Oh my god, thank god. I should have named it Billy, honestly. Billy the Goat, like that's yeah. what gave it away, I man. I should not have named it Billy. Billy the Goat. But doesn't Seth Rogen and Aziz Azari sound like the two? No, they, the, like, the, the, the team. Listen, if they made an animated movie, yeah. like you just wrote a movie script yeah, right there. Right? We should start trademarking and these things Aziz, so if, if Aziz was any animal in any animated picture, he'd be a goat. That's like, what that's I'm saying. What I like, saw it in my head. He has the, the voice, so yeah. it's like, it's like, oh, come on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That was so good. No, that was a that was a damn good description right. there, man. Right. We need to start selling. We got to put these on the website. Maybe we could get somebody to make one of these for us. Yeah. All right. It's going to get harder. Number three. The movie is called Code of Honor. Code of Honor. Code of Honor. Synopsis number one. Code of Honor is the story of L. Ron Hubbard and his 1954-penned 15-point moral code of honor within the Church of Scientology. The film portrays L. Ron Hubbard, played by Michael McKeon, and it follows his process while developing the 15 creeds and the reasonings and expectations behind each series with a series of short vignettes. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. With a series of short vignettes. Michael McKeon as L. Ron... That's good at casting. If right. you made that up, that's good casting. Or... With his family killed in a drive-by shooting, Robert Sykes, a former special ops operative, vows to rid his city of every last criminal. Sykes's former protege, FBI agent Porter, with the help from a witness, tries to find his vigilante friend before the police or the maniacal mobster Romano are able to. Starring who? Do we have actors for these? I do not have an actor for this one. I'm going to say this... Second one's true. The first one's false. The first one is false. Oh man, am I get a hundred percent today? I, you said the second one. Wait, wait. What did you say? L. Ron Hubbard is false. It's not true. Correct. Correct. I'm sorry. I didn't. Wa- I'm gonna re-put the ding right there. So the second one was the true story. Of, I didn't want to give it away. Ridding all the criminals. Yes. Is it's, it the true story of Steven Seagal? It, it's a Steven Seagal film. <laughs> and I want to see it. <laughs> I knew it. Dude, I am in. I will watch that. Because that's that's a Steven Seagal goal. I would have given it away. To rid the entire town. The whole time you're reading that, I was thinking, it's got to be Seagal. And it's our, you know, the it's true that all of his movies are three-word titles. Above the Law, Code of Honor, Dawn of Justice, Out, Out for, for Justice. justice. <laughs> <laughs> it's always three words. Under Siege Except 2. Except for Under Siege. Under Siege 2. <laughs> under Siege. <laughs> yeah, Un Space Dur Siege. I can't believe you got these, man. I worked so hard on these. Yo, let me tell you what. You've got a, a career. If anyone is listening... Michael that, McKeon looks like L. Ron Hubbard, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what I said. You did the best casting job ever yeah. have with you heard, Michael McKean. Have you heard of the Code of Honor? 
No, I never have. It, so it's what you wrote it. There's there's fifth there's like 15 codes of honor that you must follow. But you have to like do it like you can't have ass it because if you half ass one of the codes, it's like one of the SIDs or whatever they are call you, it. Are you making this up? No, too? no, no. Is this I, real? I, I looked it up. So, <laughs> so the code of, code of honor is a real thing that L. Ron Hubbard wrote in 1954. That is excellent casting, yeah. by the way. So, and like, if you had like a vignette for each code, like that's a movie they could easily make, dude. I hope someone's listening that and works every in Hollywood. Scientologist would watch it. You, you could, you have a future, <laughs> my friend. Let me just tell you, we've been talking about doing this game yeah. for such a long time. Yeah. I think this got to be a staple of the Last Word podcast going forward. You got to do more future, of these, man. This got to make them harder though, because you're getting them. <laughs> I listen. I'm completely guessing. This it's is a, not anything but luck. It's a learning experience for me. I got to make them harder. This is nothing but luck. All right. This, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna trip you up on this last one because this one you're gonna have no idea. I already, I already have no idea. It's a fifty-fifty. Right it's a 50-50 guess right here. All right, ready? The film is called Being Charlie. Be, being Charlie. Being Charlie. It sounds like a Jesse Eisenberg movie, starring Jesse Eisenberg. No, just kidding. It doesn't <laughs> sound like a Jesse Eisenberg movie. Totally, yeah. Charlie Mills has just turned eighteen and is running away from rehab again. Right, I'm going to stop with that voice. <laughs> I liked it. Returning home, he is shocked to learn that his father, a former film star currently running for governor of California, has staged an intervention with the goal of making Charlie address and hopefully conquer his substance abuse issues far from the harsh glare of the media. Reluctantly, Charlie enters a new adult facility where he meets his kindred spirit, Eva, and their budding romance looks like it might be an antidote to his strained relationship with his dad. The the, the candidate of the California governorship. <laughs> An unnamed former film star. Or when Charlie loses her high school's writing competition along with her summer internship prize, she's convinced that it's because she's a girl. So she decides to change high schools and pose as a boy to prove her point. Her brother, Buddy, helps her pass as a guy so well that she is soon making friends with the boys at school, including the attractive Rick, who becomes her new best friend. But her gender swapping makes things difficult when she falls in love with him. Being Charlie. Uh, man. See, that sounds more realistic. Like, the first one... So, is, it a, is it a drama father-son issue thing? Or is it girl poses as boy to prove a point uh, very politically motivated decision there. are these indie movies or are these like oh yeah uh, man I'm gonna say there are no superstars in these movies man if I could get 100% on this <laughs> I feel like this is like life goals here getting 100% on one of your tests man I'm gonna say that number two two the one about the girl dressing as a boy yes is true it's number two. Number two. Being Charlie is the girl who dresses as a boy. <laughs> Locking it in. It sounds so ridiculous. Yes, that's that's the one. That's true. Incorrect. No. <laughs> Being Charlie is about the boy who goes to rehab and has a terrible relationship with his father. I, I just kept thinking like that you were trying to make an Arnold Schwarzenegger joke, and nope, that's why. I that's thought. why I picked it through through the set off. Now oh, I have to, I have to confess. Number two is a real movie from the 1980s called Just One of the Boys. Oh, man. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I haven't. I, I'm going to share things here. I haven't seen it. First 
boobs I ever saw in my life in that movie. <laughs> it's a girl who poses as a boy, and she's at getting the dressed. End, she's like, I'm a girl, see? Bam, she opens her shirt up. Was this like a National Lampoon's no, movie? No, it was a real movie. It was a PG-13 movie, actually. It showed boobs, PG-13. See, back in the day, before yeah. the MPAA got all like uh, tight-laced, yeah. that's what happened. This was a classic like high school 80s movie. It was came out in like 85 or 86. And I saw it like maybe six or seven years later. I was probably like eight or nine years old. First boobs I ever saw. I can't. I can't on believe screen. It. So was that literally the synopsis of yeah, that movie? Yeah, I copied and pasted. It. Oh man, that's, I was gonna say that was like yep. really good. That's just one of the guys, man. Uh, the listeners remember just one of the guys. Write us in. I remember that. Maybe flight. we'll have to watch that one again. <laughs> it was just. It's so good. I haven't seen it since probably I was a teenager. Have a little nostalgia factor for for, yeah. for a young bad way over yeah, that's there. Right. For a little young bad way. That's right. That was a great game. We need to do that again, for sure. I gotta gotta make them harder. I'm gonna have to try to get you next time. Maybe on the next On Demand one, we could do this again. So if anybody has um, any fake synopsis they want to write in, please go right ahead, you know? Use 140 characters or less, or email us in. If you want to go a little bit deeper and longer, go right ahead. So I think that's gonna do it for us. You know, time to watch Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) We promised my wife, you know, that these things only take a certain amount of time, but... You know, we always wind up going over time, but this was a good episode. I had a lot of fun on this one. Kind of last minute. Thanks, listeners, for bearing with us here. We know we promised a movie. We're going to try to get you guys a movie next week. Oh, we're definitely getting you a movie next week. I don't know what it is yet, but stay in tune on Twitter at The Last Row Pod. We will definitely be announcing it. Facebook.com slash The Last Row Pod. If you want to see what we're watching ahead of time, email us, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. And lastly, you can visit our website at thelastrowpodcast.com. And one last thing, yes. leave us an iTunes review, yeah. please. Head on out to iTunes, hit the subscribe button if you haven't done so already. If this is your first episode, we hope you enjoyed it. Go back and listen to our back catalog, but leave us a review. It really does help us. Everyone who has done so, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. And uh, we're doing this show for you guys. So we really appreciate everyone that's written in, told us you like the show. All feedback is welcome. So thanks again. And um, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you. Thank you.